there are certain moments and words that shaped a new era in pro wrestling. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Brett screwed Brett. Die, Rocky, die. Introducing the Book of Wrestling, 25 catchphrases that explain the Attitude Era. Tune in as we relive one of the most exciting, intense, and over-the-top times in WWE with new interviews with the voices that made the promos, calls, and catchphrases into history. Listen now. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. The major league. Oh my goodness! It's professional wrestling. Stay mage and enjoy yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this edition of Cheap Heat, the world's number one sports and recreation podcast. I I am coming to you today from the Upper West Side of Manhattan. Beautiful outside. Starting to feel like spring. And this on this big Seder, I'm Passover slash Easter week. I welcome in from Philadelphia the physically large stack guy, Greg. It is starting to feel like spring, and it's about damn time too. So almost a month late. It's been repug on the East Coast. Yeah, it's man, truly like, been awful. It's 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 the end of the world as we know it. And um, a man who fears the end of the world constantly, but refuses to do anything about it, but just sit and sigh. His name is Dipperstein. 35 under 35, Dipperstein. How are you? It's amazing that I had time to do this podcast this week um, because I have been setting up for my Easter egg hunt at Dipper Lago. Oh, that's big. <laughs> you know, I have all the kids around. I, you know, I hide the eggs and they find the eggs behind the, the cushions and in, in the uh, expensive couch that I bought for myself and behind the bar. <laughs> So you're gonna you're gonna let the kids Easter egg hunt near that expensive white couch? Yeah, well I put blankets all over it and everything. Okay. You know, it's treated. <laughs> yeah, come but, on. Uh, so, so this is like when the White House does the Easter egg hunt. That's how you're doing things. 
Pretty much. But they do it on the Pretty lawn, much. though. It's they don't, as let, big they don't as that let kids the rummage through the White House. Yeah, but this, this, that's what makes this better for the kids. The kids of Los Angeles get to rummage through Dip's house. They get to rummage through LJNs and, and Hasbro's and, and Galoob's. Does someone get a Easter championship eggs? title if they if they get the most Easter eggs? That's a good or is it just like... I could fish out that like little tiny 91 WCW uh, red belt that I found that my parents shipped me. <laughs> for the little kids yeah what are your thoughts it's too late now but i feel like next year when when this is obviously bigger badder and better there should be like some some dipper lago side plates for a championship easter egg hunt side plates and then the winner gets gets some side plates. Oh, that would be they big. gotta they gotta get their own title <laughs> that would be but very very big some custom side some custom side plates what do you guys here for it important question do you guys remember the Jake the Snake shirt that I'm wearing right now? I do not. Is that from the 96 when he came back? No, no, no. It was like this 91. Is 80s? 91? 91? 90? Uh, no. That is way before. Is that 91? No. I mean, he just said I would 91. say 89. 89. Dips very good. 90. 90. Uh, you, know, you know what other one I got this week, actually? I got the first one. I got the I got a mint condition extra large green with just the writing across Jake the Snake Roberts. I have that. I have that. It's the first one I ever bought from Ted. It's a, oh, it doesn't a, fit me. It was too big. Small. Too small. It must be wow. a small. It's a, it's the tiniest shirt known to man. It's I could put it on my index finger. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful Met Gala worthy garment though. Yeah, stunning. So Very. you've never you never been able to wear it then. I wore it maybe one time when I was at my thinnest. As soon as I as soon as I was at my thinnest, I grabbed the Jake shirt, I put it on. That's that's the move. That's the move. I know. When I was at, when I was like mid-pandemic and I was at my lowest, like 180, I was ev- I was wearing every Von Eric shirt. I was wearing it all. I, and now I'm <laughs> 190. It's 10 pounds is all the difference between shirts and no shirts. Um SGG, what happened outside the ring this week that we should speak about? So WWE announced a premium live event for Cardiff, Wales. Um, it was reported that The Undertaker is going to start a podcast, believe it or not. And it was also reported that WrestleMania did some big numbers on social media, outpacing even the Super Bowl. So um, where do you want to start? Do you want to touch on any of these news items? Oh, of course I right do. Into outside the, to the ring? I, I absolutely uh, I, let's start let's start outside the ring um, and talk about I guess we'll start in in Wales um, the I, I just started thinking about I just started thinking about this event the other day and is it going to happen because when I was looking on Google trying to get my schedule because like I only have my WWE schedule for the next like two months or whatever. After that, after that, I'm looking up websites to see who's announced things because it's I don't have it. And so I found the Wales one and did some digging literally three days ago and had confirmed by a source it's happening. But the person was like, keep it low. And then literally two days later, they came with the official announcement. So it is happening September in Wales. I know nothing about go? Cardiff, Wales. We're I, gonna I, go. We'll go. I, I don't know if I don't know if. I'm going yet. I, I don't know if they'll send. My hope is they send us there. They don't treat it like Saudi Arabia. I mean, it's close enough, right? Close enough to the U.S. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a five hour flight, six hour flight. 
I mean, from, from here, me. from the East Coast, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, from LA, it's probably, I have a, bit n- of, probably a bit of a nightmare, I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a bit much. But I, whenever I hear Cardiff, I just think of my my favorite uh, my favorite movie made the Vince Vaughn the Vince Vaughn vehicle. Um, one of my one of the all time underrated movies. Are you gonna say Swingers? No, well, no, it's it's the movie after Swingers. So they made Swingers in what ninety seven or ninety ninety six, and Made is two thousand one, and this is uh, one of my all time favorite scenes. Honey, I'm on the list. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. Sorry, I'm on the list. Excuse me, sweetie. I'm on the list too. What's up, bro? How you doing, man? You on the list? Sorry, sweetie. I'm on the list too. Yeah, I'm on the list. Ricky Slade. You see a Ricky Slade? Cardiff Giant, maybe check that. What? Cardiff Giant. <laughs> Maybe you want to try the China Club. Again with the fucking China Club. What do I look like, a fucking Persian to you? Hey, I'm half Lebanese, man. Okay, look, we're with Ruiz. Okay, is Ruiz? Ruiz isn't here. Well, you might want to check the list. We're supposed to meet Ruiz here. He might have put our name on the list. He might Ruiz is always on the list. He's not here, though. Okay, you might want to check if he's here, because he specifically not said here. we're supposed to meet him in the VIP area. He's not here. Well, I'm on the could fucking you, list. I told you. you. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, what is this? Wait. Wait. What is this? Hey, what's up, man? How are you? Oh, all right, bro. Hey, man. How's it going? You look big, man. You been lifting? Hey, thanks. Yeah, a little bit. I got a six-pack. Started out with a 40. All right. You look good, man. All right, thanks, man. Guess later. Cool. Did you see that shit? Did you just let Screech in the fucking club? I'm waiting in line, and you just let Screech in the front. Rest in peace to Dustin Diamond. <laughs> when I was in the theater, and that scene happens, I don't know if you guys have ever seen it, and Dustin Diamond, Screech, walks in the club past Vince Vaughn, the whole crowd in the theater, in their brain, of course, is being like, oh, wow, that's Screech. So when the actor <laughs> then, then turns it. around and goes, did you just let Screech in the fucking club? The pop <laughs> is the biggest. It feels like all of a sudden the movie's real life. It's, it's hard to explain, but it is mage. Anyways, Cardiff always reminds me of Cardiff Giant. Uh, if you haven't seen that movie, I just made your whole weekend better. It's 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 fantastic. <laughs> I'm excited for this event, though. I mean, uh, what what pay per view is it? SGG? I don't think they announced the name of it yet. It's okay. The, it's following. It's immediately following SummerSlam, I, um, which is going to take place in. It's July SummerSlam Backlash. It is. I know what it'll be backlash. called. It's going to be called Cody Mania. <laughs> yeah, which is Probably. what Monday Night Raw should be called now. Well, but that's that's given a lot of credit to where you think Cody's going to be in five months, April, May, he's, June, July. Oh, it's five months, dude. He's, he is he's being a, shot to the moon with a rocket ship a thousand percent. Yeah. Have you seen pyro like this blue. in your life? Have you seen seen graphics like this? Have you seen a presentation this ostentatious ever? Yeah, but, but that's but that's that's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You're not your that's timing. Not sustainable. You're yeah. Your timing. I, what I'm saying is you're right. You're exactly right. And by September, we could be done. We could be, he could be feuding with Drew Gulak. Okay. We have no idea. I thought you were going to say McIntyre. No. I could see like a, I could see it like fading into like a Nakamura feud. Exactly. Now, that, that's exactly. Now that he doesn't have Rick Boogs. I, I could see Cody eventually fading into Nakamura land. So uh, I wonder what the event will be. SummerSlam Backlash or Jace, the, the the premium live event that is in September in Cardiff, Wales. But I think it'll be cool. And it'll be interesting because it'll air, I guess, here, East Coast time. It'll be like 
2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the afternoon? Fine with me. <laughs> Just fine with me. It's on a Saturday. Yep. Um, shockingly, it's it's the first time they're doing a stadium show in the UK since SummerSlam 92. Crazy. It's which, cra- is it random that it's that it's Cardiff, Wales, and not just like going back to Wembley or something? I feel like it's not random because I, I think NXT UK has a has a good presence in in Cardiff, Wales. Like they've run some shows out of there that have been really really good and really well done. So I think I think that you know having NXT really opened their eye up to the fact that every show doesn't have to be in London. So they just moving around yeah but for the sake of me going on a trip i i would prefer if we could just go to london um no no i i think i may do that double double up though it's like a three-hour drive yeah it is i mean which is i guess it's doable oh yeah three-hour drives like i love driving in random countries it's bizarre it's like oh that's that's your thing it's like being on another planet you don't know anything could happen just, just I dr- stay on the right side of the road, P. Well, I did. I, I have experience in, in, in South Africa. I drove from Durban to Safari and it was like a five hour drive on the wrong side of the road where you're driving past at some points like legitimate, you know, African, not, not the words, not jungles. Where are safaris? No idea. I couldn't tell. I mean, Serengeti? what's the word what's the word for the kind of land that you go when you go on safari what is the word for the kind of it's not a jungle we say jungle you say go on safari not going on a safari go on people say on safari or on a safari yeah it's not like on safari it's a safari it's a noun it's not a it's not a an adjective or it's not a verb you're not safariing that's true. You're not safariing. You're not safariing. You don't go on safari. You don't go to prom. You go to the prom. Yeah, but not not everything. Where, um, the, what's the example of something that's in the? But it's but but the thing is, you're in South Africa, and in England they say things like "go on holiday." On holiday, yeah, yeah. So oh, it, I know, I know. People in Hollywood say "go on holiday" galore to sound what? fancy. In okay? Hollywood, I immediately correct them and say, "You're not that fancy." Okay, you're going on vacation. <laughs> You're going on a vacation. Yeah, you're going on vacation. Wait, wait. Yeah. On vacation? Yeah. Yeah, you just said on vacation. On vacation is the same as on safari. <laughs> you think? Well, what do you mean? Yeah. Vacation is a noun? I'm going on I, I know, but it's 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 the nuance of it. You you think, okay, fine. You win that. But, but <laughs> you say actually, you're going on a vacation. I could say going on a vacation as well. I don't have to say going on vacation. <laughs> okay. That's the point. Yeah, you That's could a, do on or no, on. But I, but, but it's by different. The way, we, it's different. We never figured out what I was trying to say, which is that people like say king of the jungle, but it's not actually the jungle, is it? The jungle is like the Amazon. Right. More trees, yeah. less like visibility. I Correct. said Serengeti. You're on the Serengeti. Well, potentially. Depends where your safari is. But anyways, uh, I did that drive. Um, it, it's You're driving around on a, a safari? I was driving on the wrong side of the road. And when you pull up to where the safari was, like the actual fancy, it was a beautiful place, right? When you pull up, there are animals wandering galore. It's, I could not, I, Dip, I, you're saying you wouldn't like it. I think you'd love let me it. T- let me tell you something. Okay. <laughs> There is no chance of me ever going on one of these excursions 
where you're sitting on the back of a golf cart and you're riding around while the zebras and all the animals are running by you. That will never happen to me <laughs> as long as I live. I have no desire. A giraffe comes over, sticks his head out. Get out of my, I don't need this giraffe. Uh, God forbid a tiger starts running at you. Uh, get, get out of my face. I don't need any tigers. I, I don't need any wild animals that could potentially chop my head off in two seconds anywhere near me. I, I saw you with a tiger in Dallas. Oh, he was a great guy. <laughs> oh, that's different. Okay. He's a great I'm not a safari guy. I'm not um, a safari person. I, uh, the, here's the thing. But you don't. Do you like watching that nature shows? Only when they don't have alligators. If they oh, don't yeah. have alligators. I can't have you heard about, the, have you heard about his alligator? Yeah, I believe yeah, I've heard he all about it. I, I, I cannot <laughs> risk watching a safari or a wildlife show in fear that an alligator may pop up on the show, even if it's in the promo for the show. So I don't watch, unfortunately, wildlife shows anymore. And it's like alligators Some, and crocodiles the and the whole thing, right? Like, Huh? Alligators, crocodiles, the whole. Or I it, have a phobia of alligators and crocodiles, a real one, a clinical we, every, one. People one that ever, is real. Don't, doesn't everyone know? I think our audience knows. No, I don't, we've never. I don't think we've ever. I don't think that. <laughs> I heard it for the first time in Dallas. We, no, I, we have. We've done it on the podcast. We have? Yes, because I think I, I think I was worried people were going to start. Yes, I was worried people were going to start trying to send him to you. And you said, don't send me. We, we did a whole thing like this. Hmm. Let's ask Troy if he's ever heard about it. Troy, you ever heard about the alligators? I have no idea what you're talking about. So, that, that, Thanks, Troy. so we haven't discussed it since November, at least then. So it's been a while. That's the point. Um, we really listen. We specialize in going off the rails, but this first ten minutes of this podcast has been something else altogether. Um, SGG, what were the other stories that you mentioned? <laughs> the Undertaker may be starting a podcast, which uh, you know some people are saying, and you know I might be some people, but some people are saying that it's inspired by his appearance on the Cheap Heat podcast, which you can watch in full. At uh, Rosenberg Radio's YouTube page, yeah, I, I like that you. See, I like that you turn that into a cheap heat promo. I mean, so, listen, I don't want to see an Undertaker podcast. Okay, I love the Undertaker. I cry when he comes to the ring and we hear the gong. I don't need to hear him out of kayfabe talking about his career. That promo at at Hall of Fame was already enough to make me shudder. Now I got to see him sell every single intricate story. The man's dead. It's over. He's buried. He's six feet under. He should be in a casket a thousand percent. I don't need him behind the microphone. Six well, feet under. That, is that going to be the name of this podcast? Ooh. Six feet under. Mm, it's a good name. Well, by the way, prepare for it. I don't know if you uh, saw his Hall of Fame speech. He literally wore a mic on his head and walked around like he was giving a PowerPoint presentation. It was like a TED talk. The man's going to be it talking and odd. talking. It was really good, though. I mean, he was really good. That's the thing. It's like. I know you're a weirdo with all due respect, but like relative to the world, you're a weirdo who doesn't want to hear people's <laughs> real life because you live in uh, you live in <laughs> wrestling. But for people who don't feel that way, he's a really good talker. Um, I mean, let's be honest. He seems so old to us now. He's a relatively young man. What's he going to do? And I'll say this too, P, you know, based on our conversation, which you, like I said, you can find at the Rosenberg radio YouTube page. Um, just search Rosenberg Undertaker on YouTube. He is an excellent storyteller. Like, top tier, one of the best storytellers I think I've ever heard tell a story. I mean, you know, that that story that he did told about the screw job from his perspective, which has 
almost four million oh, no, views on YouTube if people haven't seen it. Yes, he, he, you know he is great. He's great. His stories are great. Here's a great he has all the stories. He was there for everything. For the audience. Here's a question. What does The Undertaker do with the rest of his life? Is a great... I may add a fifth question to the four questions of wrestling this week. Wow. Okay? All right? On this Passover Eve. What does The Undertaker do for the rest of his life? He's The Undertaker. Okay? He's 55 years old. He's not even that old. 56? I don't even know. He's younger than my parents. He's got a good 30 years left. He's rich galore, I'm sure. But at the end of the day, the man's not going to be able to sit still. He's going to only be able to do a certain number of podcasting situations. What well, can The Undertaker do? I mean, I no, I, I disagree with you. I think that's exactly why he's doing this, and he will be doing it. I think, uh, I think a weekly podcast, when he's raising young kids still, he's 57, a weekly podcast is just enough work for him to do. And, he, and by the yeah. way, he, has, he could, just to be honest, he could go on to be the greatest wrestling podcast of all time. That that would be absolutely besides, in play. besides GP. Yeah, yeah. Different kind of different genre of wrestling podcast. Silver medal is this as good as it's gonna get for him, but let's be honest. Yeah. Here's here's what I'm thinking. One more match. <laughs> one more match. <laughs> You'd rather see I need one, more. one more match instead of a, a podcast? Yeah. I want one match, no podcast. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm not, a, I'm not opposed to the podcast. I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm, I'm totally doing a bit here. I can't wait for it. Honestly, you'll be, I you, can't wait. If the second dip learns how to listen to a podcast, he's listening a thousand percent. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm hooked on the Arn Anderson podcast. Honestly, when it was really? like at its peak, you were listening to yeah. Arn Anderson at his peak. Yeah, I was when he's taught when he was talking about the Brain Busters years and early WCW, like nine, like late Crockett, early WCW. Those stories are incredible, truly. And, I, I, you know, it's funny about the road with the brain busters in the early in the uh, late 80s, early 90s. Oof. You are the, you Ar the Arn podcast was a situation. This is hard to talk about where I realized the depths of nerdiness between the people in our group chat have have levels. Goldstein talks about it like it's like the gold standard in wrestling excellence and when I heard it, while I care about Arn's story and I know he's one of the greatest minds, I found it to be a tough listen. I was like, this is really I'm not I'm not week to week listening to this. He, he, he only he only certain episodes were mage. The ones where I was watching him where he talks about the road stories. Oh, oh, oh the, the the road stories or the roads stories, the road road. Yeah. And what Traveling do you mean? Were you and what that was like mage? I understand the content is obviously mage. He has a million things to say that are interesting. I found it from an audio standpoint, like a tough listen. That's all. And also, I was already at that point, what, three Conrad podcasts in? Like I was I was like this format. I, I was so already I was already using the format in so many different ways. And then I hear his version. You go from Bruce, who's so animated. Yeah. Even though then that pop, even though the Bruce the Bruce Conrad podcast turned into Conrad complaining to Bruce about when are we going to do more of the podcast, <laughs> which I appreciate. I, I right love that the, bit though. That's right up the alley of what our podcast is. They, no, they do 30 minutes, 30 minutes on. I called you. 
and you were busy. Yeah. And he's like, well, I'm tired. And uh, anyways, I enjoyed Arn. I just found <laughs> SGG. What did you think? I thought it was like, I liked it, but it was like, he was so slow. It was, I felt like, man, I thought I was, a, I have like tons of wrestling books. I've done a lot of nerdy things. I felt like it was like almost a bridge too far for me. I'm with you, P. Yeah. Like it, it you just, you, you encapsulated it so perfectly when you said we are all wrestling nerds in that group, right? All of us in one way or another. And the level of nerd to sit through an Arn Anderson podcast on a week to week basis, that that's just not my, my area of nerddom. You know what I right. mean? Like, not your just, area of nerddom. Not, there's, there's, this is a great subject matter, by the way. Okay. Is when is enough enough? Right, right. I had enough. Enough I had my moment. Do you remember what it was? Because you were with me. Um, this is go back, go back. Okay, go when ahead. When is no. it too much? I don't remember. I'm at WrestleMania for the first time. We're in Dallas, and the first time around, thirty-two, thirty-two, yeah. And we, Greg, I don't know if you were there. Were you there? I was no. at that mania, but I might not have been there for this story. Okay. I wa- me and Peter walk into JR's one man show. Oh yeah. And I I mean the questions from this audience and the things that were coming out of JR's mouth, I looked at Peter and I said, This is too much. We have to leave. <laughs> yep. <laughs> this is not for us. <laughs> Let's go. And that was, was my moment. It, it was, was a bridge. They, it the, was a bridge too far. It was bed, bath, and beyond. Do you recall? Uh, I do. I know one hundred percent. Greg, have you had this moment when it was just this is all our people, and then there's just that line. Yeah, we still love (laughs) them. Gets crossed. I I feel like that sometimes at at indie shows, and I'm just like, me too. I have at indie shows all the time. It's yeah. They're they're like they're like four matches in at an indie show, and I'm like, how many matches are on this card? And the person's like, eleven. And I'm like, oh, I'm not staying. This, this is, <laughs> what are you, this is crazy. We don't even know who these people are. We don't know what the stories are. We didn't watch a week-to-week story. I, I can't, I'm going to sit around to see, like, I, it, it just, it seems too much. Uh-huh. I will say, the, at the last super indie show I went to, I did have a lot of fun, but I do have that moment at indie shows where I'm like you, I'm just like, this feels like a lot. No, listen, this is a very special moment. Dip said he has his four questions coming up for for this Passover episode. But before we get to that, as a very special guest, I wanted to bring in the one and only Maxwell Jacob Fried. Hello, everybody. <laughs> this is a mage moment. I know we're all aware of it. Pete, huge friend of mine. Dip, huge friend of mine. Guy in the top right, bald, don't know who the fuck you are, don't care. Okay. Let's have a quick conversation right now because I'm on the road. Avi got a big show tonight. Not going to say why because I don't want to get Peter in trouble. Uh, but uh, yeah, let's talk Passover. Let's talk Seder. Let's talk Judaism. Let's talk sports. Let's talk wrestling. Let's not talk rap because I don't know anything about it. Let's go. Um, all right, Max. Thank you for jumping on. It it is the yeah. Passover edition, so I wanted to ask. You're 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 traveling now, Avi, as you said, doing the Avi. the, the Avi yeah. Avi. Doing the wrestling of it all. Uh, what is your Passover plan, though, for the weekend? So I'm going to head home. As you guys know, my mother and father are both. Can I curse on here? You already did, so you might as well keep going. <laughs> Let's fucking go. My mother and father are both disgusting, Ooh. white trash hicks. 
Um, they don't understand how important I am. They don't understand I'm a prodigy. They don't understand I'm the greatest gift of professional wrestling that's ever been given. Uh, so I can't really hang out with them. I might, however, hang out with my mamu, a.k.a. Uh, my grandmother. Her name is Bernice Hart. Tremendous, amazing woman. And she makes, she makes incredible food. Uh, also makes amazing matzo ball soup. Um, regardless oh, of what the uh, Jewish holiday is, doesn't matter. Matzo ball soup is in tow. So. Wait, Dip, what are you, Dip, are you doubting his Mamu's matzo ball soup? Please, I don't know this Mamu from, from a hole in the head, but I will tell you right now, Mrs. Dipperstein, Mary Dipperstein, and the, and the Dipperstein family makes the best matzo ball chicken soup. Okay, uh, we've already listen. had this argument on the podcast. We've already had the argument, I'll go toe-to-toe with Mamu any day of the week. And I got a question too. Mary, Can, m- hold on a second. Mary's matzo ball soup is solid adjacent, if that, okay? <laughs> Mamu's matzo ball soup is perfection. But what were you going to say, top right bald guy? Can, can you can you trust Mamu, though? She raised at least one of these two people who you call white trash, disgusting That's people good point. that you That's don't want to be point. around. So, Are you going to go to her house? So here's the deal. Mamu is a tremendous person. Unfortunately, with all of her hard work, her effort, her love, her care, her TLC, she was not able to fix Nina Friedman, my horrible, <laughs> disgusting mother, unfortunately. You know, some people are just born rotten eggs, and you got people like me who are born salt to the earth. That's right. A born salt of the earth. Now, real quick, you, you talked about Mamu's matzo ball soup. What kind of matzo ball? Are you a dense guy or are you a fluffy guy? I like, okay, here's the deal. Here's the deal. In my humble opinion, in my humble opinion, you got to go in the middle. I hate when it's too fluffy. I hate when it's too hard. I'm not trying to eat a bagel in my matzo ball soup, right? It needs to be directly in the middle. Now, you got people out there that want their matzo ball soups hard as a rock. I'm not about yeah. that life. Who wants like hard as a rock matzo ball soup? My brother loves hard as a rock. My brother uh, loves hard as a rock. Isn't that odd, Dick? Um, this is a real thing. There are Jews I need out full there. fluff. I want full fluff. Oh, no. I wanted, I wanted oh. a, a, like a cloud in, in the soup. I don't want a cloud in my mouth. I need some substance. I need some type of feeling as I chew down with my beautiful, amazing teeth. I need to feel some texture. Not a ton. <laughs> I'm not trying to chew on the rock. I just need a little bit of texture in my matzo ball. That's all. Now, right. now, Max, Max. Last year, uh, last week, I revealed to yeah. the world that I, um, I am buying kefilte fish uh, throughout the year, uh, not just during Passover, and I'm putting it in my refrigerator and eating it as a snack. What are your thoughts? Honestly, I'm a huge kefilte fish guy. Uh, I'm also a big chopped liver guy. Now, I, know the, I grew into it. I gr- no, no. As you get older, it's delicious. It's 1,000%, in my opinion, it's kind of an acquired taste. Uh, it is a taste I've most certainly acquired. I love it. It's incredible. You put it on crackers, Ritz crackers. It's a great Ritz snack. Ritz crackers? A perfect you meal to put eat. it on the fancy crackers that they sell. The, the well, fancy, you nosh The fancy it. crackers. You nosh on the Ritz. I'm not trying to, no. <laughs> if I'm going to buy a fancy cracker, that's not what I'm wasting my money on. I'm right. wasting my money on something far more superior than a cracker. And Ritz, I enjoy the taste. It's delicious. I love a Ritz cracker. I, I, now, let me ask this. When you horseradish for your gefilte fish, are you a red guy? Are you a white guy? What's your maror of preference? Red. Red. Me too, red me as well. Long. You know what you're getting with the red. The white could be, it could be astronomically insane. heavy. I mean, you have no idea. It could ruin your stomach for a week, the white. <laughs> um, See, what about in and out now. It's probably because, listen, listen, guys. We're going in okay. and out. All right. It's choppy. Oh, no. It's choppy right. here in disgusting, grimy New Orleans. 
I'm passing by Bourbon Street. I'm seeing grotesque pores as I drive by. You got one more question for me, and then I got to head into this shitty little building that's going to be filled with disgusting, mealy-mouth-faced marks. Go. I, you, should, you know what you should tell them tonight? You should let everyone know how much Little Wayne sucks and is overrated as a rapper. I don't even know who that is. Who's Little Wayne? See, perfect. 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 Hey, Max, thank yeah. Thank you for car- thank you for carving out time and have a wonderful Pesach. We appreciate it. Pete, I love you. Dip, I love you. Bald guy, goodbye. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, Get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. By the way, bald guy Greg. <laughs> it doesn't have the same ring as SGG. No, it, no, no, but BGG. BGG, the, the sound of bald guy Greg, it's another perfect three-syllable name, SGG. You can just adapt that. It is. I he mean, physically- let's see how it looks on some merch. Maybe let's see. Let's, Ooh, let's, bald guy Greg with we'll just see. the with just your big we'll bald see. head. We'll see. SGG has been a nice. It's had a nice run. It's it. It took over from Greg the Virgin. It's been a mainstay. <laughs> You're still in my phone as Greg the Virgin Valentine. <laughs> is that true? Yeah. It's, yeah. The, it's been a mainstay. So you know, yeah. bald guy or, Greg's uh, gonna have some work. Bald guy Greg on the front. On the back, I'm a safari guy. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, no, on Safari got. Oh yeah. On Safari got. Um I, I thought I, I made some phone calls and said, can I get the most prominent Jew in wrestling besides myself to pop on this special Passover episode? So that was a treat for everyone out there. Do, do um, I even sh- get on the Jewish rankings? Maybe the th- I'm the, am, I the, am I number three? Can I be well, in this, So who's in, this group who's in front of you? Peter, MJF. Dipperstein, yeah, as far okay. as no, Jews and what, Jews and wrestling. What, what about um, Barry Horowitz? Doesn't get a get a get a ranking. I feel like he's well, current current. I feel like he's top tier one tiers of mage. Barry Horowitz. What about what about Kelly? What about Kelly Kelly? But I'm talking about current All right, Jewish okay. wrestling personnel. All right. What, what, what about Noam Dar? Noam Dar. He's five or six. What about what about Drew Gulak? Same. They're interchangeable, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I saw another. Oh, what about you? Know who's listed? Who came up on the Wikipedia page for a list of Jewish wrestlers? Who? 
Uh, um, Braun Strowman. What? Now we're having a conversation. Now we're. Ha- I, I got to find <laughs> out if this is true. That man eats the entire Seder plate. Um, and by the way, and by the way, and by the way, speaking of speaking of uh, Jews and and wrestling, though she's only somewhat Jewish, um, like twenty five percent, I think. I do want to send a hearty congratulations out to Alexa Bliss, who got married over the weekend. Oh, nice! She's a great. That's what she was all this time. It looked like she a maid's was, wedding from the. Uh, I know. From the, I, uh, Instagrams. I had uh, I I had serious FOMO. Um, it looked it looked really fun, um, but I just I I could not. I've gotten I've gotten to an age where the idea of back to back trips across the country it's it's too much. But I will tell you this. I, tell me your thoughts. I want both of your opinions. I gave her a super personalized gift. I had the I had an, I randomly had an idea. I'm not going to give it away, but Dip, I will tell you this, and this is why people come here for our inside nothing that makes no sense, and it's already been a Jewish-themed episode. Dip remembers this. I, and Dipperstein to some extent, am the reason that Bliss found out she was somewhat Jewish. I, I, I don't remember the story, though. You know, Okay, so you and we ran into her. I was getting to know her, whatever, yeah. with that first mania I worked there, I guess, and... Yeah. We were talking and blah blah blah, and at some point I, t- I'm like, you, your name's Kaufman, you, you're, you're Jewish, right? She's like, I don't, don't think so. And then you and That's I right. saw her and her mother at the WrestleMania hotel one time. And we had a conversation with them. I'm like, she is Jewish. You guys are Jewish. <laughs> I, I'm not sure, but I bet you are. And I, by the way, I'm, I'm not saying Kaufman is always Jewish. It's not, but mostly is. And when she did some very basic research. Like not that far back, she found out she was Jewish. Um, and again, she's but is not it the, Is it the she's, right half though? Is it the right lineage? Is, is it, it the mom's it the lineage? Mom's, yeah, yeah. I don't. It's a good. That's a good question, SGG. Because I don't but think I, consider, I, don't, I don't think that delegitimizes her if it, if it's a dad sprinkled in somewhere. But I mean, I feel well, like I, I I I think Jews everywhere will be happy that the SGG line of Jewish delineation is not. It does not have to follow the mother yeah, of course. in your eyes. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, I'm with you. I feel the same way. What, like, I, you're part Jewish, you're part Jewish. Anyways, I decided to make, I, I had a, a, an artist friend I know make something for her, which is like a slight homage to her little part of Judaism. And I'll, I'm going to send it to you guys. And you tell me if you think it's major or bizarre. <laughs> <All right. laughs> okay. Did you see this link that Troy just sent of Jewish wrestlers? It's probably the same one I saw earlier. I mean, obviously, we know Goldberg, and we know we know Kelly Kelly, and we know Alexa Bliss, and we know all these things. But is is it true that Raven is Jewish? Yes, that's confirmed. Wow, Can, Raven's confirmed Jewish. He's I've I've heard him say that he's Jewish. Wow, I think he lives in Los Angeles. Really? Yeah. Why is Next it? Why, year, why? Why aren't you having a seder with Raven? I, I I absolutely would. I'll have him sit in the corner on the floor in the you know. And <laughs> um, SGG, what was the other news? Since we've only spent thirty was, or forty minutes getting through news, um, Variety reported that WrestleMania's social media numbers outpaced the Super Bowl this year. Now, I know it was a two night event versus a one night event, but I still think that's pretty major. Um, that WrestleMania did so well across all social media platforms and that 
it was interesting that they they mentioned that the the most engaged posts from the night were from Cody Rhodes' return and the Pat McAfee, Austin Theory, Mr. McMahon, Stone Cold interaction from night two. Yep. No surprises there on either count. Do we think that um, Austin Theory takes the United States Championship from Finn Balor next week on Monday Night Raw? I do. I do too, and I think that internet wrestling fans are going to lose their minds if if that happens. Why? But Why? Because um, because it's Finn, and it wasn't a meaningful U.S. title run, and Finn should be doing better, am, and blah blah blah. But I don't think Finn cares, though. I think that's I think no. we have more lofty goals for him than. Wait, who did Finn get the U.S. title from? Damian Priest. Damian Priest. Okay, and it's been sitting on him doing nothing. Right. They didn't. He didn't even have a WrestleMania match as U.S. champion. That. that you know, bug people a little bit. I mean, they could get rid of that title altogether. Does it mean it means absolutely nothing? It's like a it's the, it's intercontinental adjacent. It's it means Confront. nothing. It it is the definition of intercontinental adjacent. If I if I don't I know why they a, have it. If I can offer a counterpoint though, please. It seems that they're gonna go the route of unifying the major titles and then having champions float. So. It does feel that way. The it does United way States confirmed. Championship could mean something if it is anchored to Monday Night Raw, and then the Intercontinental Championship is anchored to SmackDown, and then those comp- those shows could have oh, a that, solid then they become that, Then they become the only title that is specific to a show. Right. Yes, that could then be meaningful. Let me make an official Dipperstein statement on this. If they unify the belts like they, it appears that they are, and they truly stick to it, this is a massive upgrade for WWE, in my opinion, in the product. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think it's I think it is a much better move. I really, really do for many reasons. If you can get Fox and USA on board, then I think it's absolutely the move. And I would just like to say that uh, SGG, if they follow the idea that you just brought up, I believe that the uh, you should change the intercontinental. This is this is edgy because the IC title has a lot of history. Yeah. So I mean, th- this is just an idea, though. What if you change the names of those titles to like the Fox TV title and the USA title? Because that's essentially what you're doing. You're 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 taking one. This is these are the titles that exist on these specific shows. Well, here's the problem, right? When they when the TV rights come up, they, you know they can't swap those titles around in the draft and things like that. I would have them anchor it anyway, but I mean. But you can always change. It's wrestling issues. You can always just make up the rules. You go yeah, along. That's true. I mean, the U.S. title is already on USA, so they don't really have to do anything. Oh, that is facts. Fact all you got to do is all, all you got to do is change it to the USA title. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's one letter. We're one letter away. <laughs> it's true. They have to do um, nothing to the design. Nothing. So, SGG, did you get us through all the news? Yes. Okay. Last thing before we dive into the wrestling of this week. What did you guys see the gift? Yeah. Let me take a look. What are your tears? I, it's you think it's weird? Beautiful. You think it's weird? Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't want it. You'd throw it away. But you don't know what the meaning of it is. I don't know it's what the all, meaning of it is. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say. I don't. So so my, my friend who's the artist who did it researched both of their lives and put like their interests and lives oh, well, you in have to explain that it's yeah sorry sorry it's like like look if you look closely there will be even a couple of things that you guys <laughs> see even larry recognize. steve <laughs> you see larry steve you know what i'm saying that's yeah that, okay that's mage then i mean of course beautiful then i mean dude yes anything personalized is mage 
Well, I can't decide. Like SGG, I wanted to do personalized for SGG. And then eventually, after months of not being able to come up with it, he was on vacation. I just hit him and was like, hey, I'm sending you money. Also, it was perfect. I still uh, haven't well, gotten anything because you know what I you know what I wanted to do and I'm trying to do and I can't. Well, I, it I gave I gave uh, yeah when you and I discussed it, but then I gave up because we hadn't done it. And I saw he was on vacation. And I said, you know what, he probably just wants some money. Perfect. But but the, but here's the difference with and I say SGG. I say this with all due respect. Like SGG, I know could use some spending cash when he's in Europe. That's a bonus. Me giving a few hundred bucks to Alexa Bliss. What does that do? That's not something you, she's going to remember. She's going to be, she puts it in her pile of cash. I mean, honestly, everyone puts it in the pile of cash. Mine, at mine for you, SGG, only stood out because it came so randomly. If I had given it to you when you got your other piles of cash, it doesn't mean anything either. You just kind of throw it in the pile. I'm you not know, even like, telling. That's actually, let's not even that's tell. Actually, there's some brilliance to that, to that theory, Rose. <laughs> I got to say. I got to say. Oh my, hold on, hold on. No, no, this is a very deep theory. Hold on. While we, since we went here. Let me just say. Let me, let me just say I did not want to give Bliss money because she doesn't need it. So you give, and by the way, and I have to give her a legitimate amount of money too. So now you have to give a nice legitimate amount of money that you feel the impact of. You're like, wow, that's a big check to write. It'd probably be like $5,000. They're not even going to notice it. So you're giving them a lot, but they're going to be like, thanks. I mean, it's part of the $50,000 in gifts that I got. It's, it's nothing. It doesn't have any, yo, if you were to ask me about my, my, my first wedding, I, I don't know who gave me what monetarily, no memory of it. You write it down. Yeah, we have, yeah, but I, no, no, but, but you don't, but <laughs> Did I don't you know write it now. Stop. Did you write it down? No, I didn't, but it got written down, but not by me. I didn't do it. Did your mother write it down? No, 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 well, you have to no. you have to give the same gift. If somebody gave you five hundred dollars, you give them five hundred dollars. You can't give less. By the if, way, if and again, if you're a couple. I'm a single person, so I give you know what I think is commiserate with a single person's gift. Right. So, right. you know, and then if I give a gift that is equal to what a couple would give, well, you know, Dipperstein's very generous guy. Right. That's yeah. a very good point. It's a very good point. There's so much but, nuance uh, to gift giving for an uh, occasion like this. Listen, I, I, but I, I like Rosenberg. I like, I like, I like your, I don't, this wasn't the purposeful strategy. This obviously wasn't deliberate, but I like it of, you know, wait a couple of minutes, delay, delay the cash gift. And then it means, and more. then boom, yeah, yeah. and means, then boom, now you got some cash and it, it hits a little different. It um, does. Anyways, congratulations to bliss and uh, Ryan. We wish them the absolute best. So Monday night raw this week, guys, we got Cody Rhodes back in a ring. First of all, you talked about shooting him to the moon. He essentially opened the show on Miz TV and him and Miz uh, and then him and Miz had a match. And then we got the setup for his rematch with Cody with Seth. I mean, with Seth at backlash. So we got a full dose of Cody Rhodes. This is it, one of my four questions. Do, do we you want to ask get it right into that? Should we get right into it? Yeah. Let me let me ask the first question of the evening. Okay. You know, instead of the Manish Tana or the afternoon Delilah or the morning or whatever people are listening. Right, right. Well, why gonna, is this night different than other nights? 
Instead of why is this night different from all other nights, when will Cody get his title shot and why are his graphics so insane? Well, okay, it's a great question. That's the first question. That's what the wise son asks. Um, right. uh, what are crazy about his graphics? I haven't noticed. They were the pyro and the, the, the you know, augmented reality graphics on the screen were beyond overwhelming and insane. It was like, gotta, you know, I got to look right now. God was coming through those uh, that curtain. I think was it both entrances or just the match it, or just the was, open? It was both gigantic entrances for both Ms. TV and the match. It was the same entrance for both. It was insane. An hour apart, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Not even two hours or three hours sometimes. So that's the first question. Um, I, I can I can answer that question. Um, because you already answered it earlier. They're 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 giving him the absolute biggest everything possible. And included is in that is the insane pyro and insane graphics. On the dirt yeah. sheets this week, it's I read that, you know, in the internal documents, blah 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 at WWE, he is listed as the number two babyface on Raw, only behind Bobby Lashley. So that's Pretty profound. That is. And also, I have to call a little bit of BS on that because if you if you look at Bobby Lashley and you look at the presentation of Cody, he feels like the number one baby face ahead of everyone on Monday Night Raw. You're right. You're right. But Lashley is that, that was another that was another my second question. Should we go to my second question? Please. Please. Can Bobby Lashley survive as a babyface? And I'll just say, as we get to answering that, I just watched the pyro because I, I realized what happened the other night. I went to the kitchen to grab something during his entrance, and I did not see it. You're right. It is aggressive pyro. I didn't see the augmented reality yet, though. They have, like, the flags that look like his tattoo. and Oh, I see it. I see it. I mean. Have uh, you there's watched a lot the of segment? Them. It seems great. It's, it's, it's a lot, dude. By the way, <laughs> by the way I'm, I love it. I have no no problem with it whatsoever. If they're going to make him a huge star on TV, I'll, I'll put it to you this way. And I was talking to um, a friend about this yesterday. And I'm going to give a huge credit to Cody Rhodes right now. But he is, his promos seem more genuine than anyone's on TV on WWE TV right now. And the, le- the, the least scripted or pre- pre-written. And they're the most passionate. And his present, his wrestling style and the things that are coming out of his mouth seem like they're on like a completely different show. They feel well, well, it's not, it's I, not like something ex- we haven't seen before, but we're so yearning for something on WWE programming that Cody feels fresh. This, uh, with all due respect, that is the most unprofound point of all time. Of, of course. You know? <laughs> Why does that feel unprofound? He doesn't feel like because part of the show. He feels he, like... He's not! <laughs> he's, well, that's, he just came from mean? their competition. Of course know, he doesn't I, feel like part of the show. I mean, that's, that's literally what the draw is. I think that's like... I think the crazier part is that they chose to do it. Not that it feels that way. Like, I think what you're feeling is, is exactly what the hope was. Let's inject this other thing, right? I'll, totally. But my point is, he is coming into this company and been, he's being handed a promo to read and he's making it sound as if it's real. I, he may not be getting handed a promo yeah, to that's read. what I was going to say. Okay, he, maybe he's not. But my, my point is, you can tell. He is a very okay, skilled okay. speaker. 
in the he, ring. Well, and, by, and by the way, he's feel more genuine than anyone else's. Well, by the way, he he's also better than he was in AEW. Yeah, maybe he's also the same th- as he was in AEW, but it's just no, feels no. But that it, much it better. No, because it's not like the promos in AEW are something you can argue are better, like generally what? much better. I mean, oh. sometimes, dude, not everyone's Eddie Kingston or CM Punk. There are plenty. There's plenty of crapola. Not everyone's Maxwell. Between Eddie Jericho, MJF, CM Punk, Eddie Kingston. That's four big AEW wrestlers right yeah, they there that you can make the argument for that. They're they're that's pro- true. Moxley. OK, you know what? Let me let me and Moxie's been great. Let me let me go back. Yeah, you're right. You're right. In this in this in this version of WWE, I can see how Cody being this good stands out because especially with baby faces, there are not a lot that can grab the mic and really capture your attention. That that is that is fair. Okay, I'll 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 concede that who I'm trying to think of who who's the best baby face promo. Bianca. Bianca, probably. And And, I I love Bianca Belair, but but that's not saying much. I don't think so. Yeah, I just I mean, think they're different. They're different types of baby faces, though. Bianca's like a super confident baby face, and Cody's like a "I love you, you love me" white meat baby face. So I mean, it, it's almost not even fair to compare them. But in terms of who the best baby face promo is, it is Bianca. That's but that's but that that it is still telling them. I don't, them, I I don't agree. That there's not like that's fine. I don't agree. Well, who would it be? But I I don't know. I, I'm not saying I don't best, know. but least tripping over their words and sounding like a robot. Drew McIntyre, maybe <laughs> he speaks. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, uh, you know, especially no, Drew's pretty solid. He is pretty, pretty solid, but I mean, especially when solid. you can tell that he's trying to like freestyle too. Like, I think about that promo at WrestleMania last year where they shoved mics in everyone's faces, and he was. It was. I'm not- talking raw to week to week, dude. I'm not talking about the big WrestleMania promo. I'm talking week to week. You, you know, it's like. No, he's solid. He's solid, yeah, but, but, he's but the point good. remains. By the way, it, the point. This doesn't change anything. No, SGG can think Bianca is uh, is Ric Flair in his prime. It still wouldn't change the fact that there's only a couple like it's a small number. It is. You don't have Edge as a baby face anymore. Right. Edge is now full blown maniacal heel. Mm-hmm. Yep. Roman Roman gets cheers, but his character is still clearly a bad guy. He's gotten better. So, yeah, he's still not good, obviously. I mean, I, you could say whatever you want. I, I know SGG. I, I like yeah, I think I he's think me he's too. I'm, I'm I'm thrilled with what he has. No, I like his, I like his done. promos too. I think, I think he, he's I, great. I think he's gotten I'm, a lot better. He's yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised better. you don't just fully enjoy it. I got to tell you, and may, listen, we'll hear from our audience. And you maybe they'll agree with you. Maybe they'll agree with me. I'm fully in on even acknowledge me. I think it's worked. I think they've got it now. I won't be in on it in six months. Of course, but yeah, but that's 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 true of everything. I mean, I know, like, I know, I know, I know. you know, if, if you'd been this if you'd been this age, if you were this age when The Rock was The Rock after six months, you would have been like, all right, finally, I get I it. Like well, acknowledge I like I don't have acknowledge me problems <laughs> yet. You got no you've got no problem with acknowledge me. No, this episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, 
tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. All right, well, speaking of which, we now have to do this because there's one other thing that happened yesterday and it, it was late to me because... I did not watch Young Rock. I'm sure you guys have both seen this by now. I have not, but um, I've heard it was major. Yeah, it was. I mean, I, I I watch every week, but I usually watch Wednesdays. But uh, this is uh, this is from last night's episode of Young Rock. Someone drop all these pinches. My rib skin makes me feel fat. <laughs> I miss you, my Peter. For every Samoan drop is a violent love letter to you, my chief. By the way, that's my cousin Joe, who would later go by Roman Reigns, future WWE champion. I have a cousin Joe, too, but he's unemployed. (laughs) Come on, Dewey, let's wrestle! No. The world's not ready. A match that big can only happen at WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's going to be you, someone, dropping somebody on TV pretty soon. And there you have it. (laughs) Yay, I can't wait. That's the biggest WrestleMania match of all time. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> I mean, it's in the conversation. It definitely it's, is. It's top five. I mean, when it happens, obviously until then, you know, it's Brock Roman. But it's it going to be oh, epic. You know, by the it's way, you just, you, just, you just gave me a big idea, though. Based on the Roman-Brock match billing, what, what are literally the top five biggest WrestleMania matches of all time? It's an interesting conversation to have. I mean, okay. WrestleMania I, I, I'm, I'd be happy to have it. WrestleMania 3's main event is in there. Yep. I, I feel, um, like, I feel like a lot, you know what? This is going to sound, it's going to sound crazy, but I think that if we're Here doing we top five, each of the five <laughs> will have either Hogan or The Rock or both. Yep. And this is just, yep. there are some, there are tons of better matches, but in terms of like the spectacle and what we think of as WrestleMania, well, and being and that you could have billed them as being that big for that My time, for that time, obviously for that for their time. But the the question, the hard part is with Austin and Rock. Which which one do you give them for it? Seventeen, seventeen. Yeah, not. So you say seven. So you, you put seventeen for Rock Austin because it was 15? a main. It was a main event match. It was a title match. Um, we got you know it was the one that was on what people say is the biggest WrestleMania of all time. 15 was great, but 17 sticks out in people's minds. 17 is bigger. It's a rematch. And then you have and then you have Hogan Rock 18. Yep. And I say Hogan, Hogan Savage. Andre. Hogan Savage, Hogan Andre, Hogan Rock, uh, Rock Austin Hogan 17. Savage was big at that and time. Rock by the way, by the way, by the way, Hogan what about Warrior Hogan Warrior. Yeah, Hogan Warrior wasn't up there with Hogan Savage. That's a if you have to pick one of those for what was bigger. That's so tough. I go Hogan Savage because the storyline was a was year a year long yeah. storyline. Miss Elizabeth and Savage had been famous for years, yeah. not a year. Yeah, and it wasn't like but they it wasn't made make, it. they made Warrior with that Hogan Warrior match, but Savage and Hogan were both made men going into that match, which is why that's a, that, I, I think I think I think that's I think that's the argument. I I don't know. I, I have to disagree. I think Hogan, even though I'm, I'm biased, well, this is your five. This is your ever. five. And yeah, and you're obsessed with Warrior, and this was the biggest moment of Warrior's career. Every single time I see them face to face in a clip or in whatever, I get the chills. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, of course you do. 
<laughs> it's it's the most major moment of your wrestling life. But when you think it about was. it, SGG's point is a good one. Ultimate Warrior was the IC champion going into that match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hogan when, was the challenger. When, Hogan was the challenger against Savage with the title. Ah, that's that's that was sexy. The, they the set that thing up. The biggest match of all time is is Mania Three Hogan Warrior. It literally stares at me every Hogan single day. I mean, Hogan Andre at WrestleMania 3 is the number one most important and biggest match of all time. I don't think it's the most important, but it's the most important WrestleMania moment of all time. No, when I'm going to say the most, the most important WrestleMania moment, the most important WrestleMania match slash moment for me is. Oh, I know. Brett Austin. Brett Austin. Yep. That's the one like game changer. True. Ge- true game changer. True change of the guard. It's not the biggest. It made moment. Austin, and then Austin, it, yo, it solidified the goat. He's the goat, right? He's the goat. Now, 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 it's well, it's, but again, it's a different, it's a different conversation. It's sort of like the differences you got that SGG you just presented for why uh, Savage is bigger than Warrior. The the results of your match, the results of Brett Austin, maybe the biggest results of all time. But in terms of it being able to be billed as the biggest, right, right. I then Hogan Andre is like that was the that that had so much. They they basically they basically let the whole company ride on that. But Pete, that's why I mean that's why I'm saying that's, that's the whole generation was of like, wrestling fans. It was it was all of their chips. Like we're gonna book a ninety a hundred thousand person stadium. We're going to put it all in. If this works, we're out of here. If it fails, we might be out of here. That's why and and that's why I said. You know, um, that's why Hart Austin is not on my list of five greatest WrestleMania matches. But when when we talk about what's most important, Hart Austin shoots straight up to the top for me. Because if you don't get Stone Cold, important. like, yeah, if you don't get like, because this happened way after Austin 316. So I think it's even more important than that promo. How it, it's it's what it's later that year. No, right? it's the next year because June 96 year. to March 97 to March 97. So it's like nine months later. So without that match, and then he and then he's out of there. He's still out of there. He came back um, last week or two weeks ago in Dallas, and is still like the unquestionable greatest of all time. So I like, mean, he's... that moment, that match is the most important WrestleMania match because they like it's still we still feeling the reverberations to this day. He showed up. He still moves the most merch. <laughs> you know what I mean? He shows up. He still gets the biggest pops. He got the most social media interactions on night one, despite being built for a talk show. Like he's the, he's up, like know. he's one of the goats, man. He, it's, it's a solidified great moment in wrestling, WrestleMania a, history, but it's not the the biggest moment ever. I didn't say it was the, the biggest. biggest. I said it was the most important. Um, well, that's that. Yeah, that's a separate. That's a that's a um, that's a reasonable argument. Most important, most impactful, whatever. All right, but I don't even know. I don't remember anymore how we got here. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> where where talk- do we? I gotta I gotta get control of my life. I'm I'm losing it here. Um, we do we get it? We we never finished with Cody completely. We were talking about the the Bob- the baby faces in the company. No, we were saying how and- does Bob how does Bobby Lashley survive as a yes. baby face? And, great job. And I can see this a great program forming, obviously with Omos and MVP. I unfortunately because this is probably just what's going to happen. Bobby Lashley will end up going over Omos. And being, you know, the dominant guy that he is, and Omos will have to flounder again and figure out who his next, um, who his next opponent is after Bobby Lashley. But what they should be doing is having Omos win that match, 
keep while protecting Bobby Lashley so that they can launch a new star in the company in Omos. Yeah, I mean, if you MVP. see that, of course they see that. I don't think Omos is going to flounder with MVP staying in the next I don't year. think they see that at all. I think that's why they put him with MVP. And I think that I think that they're, you know, using MVP to make him as big as that, you know, to have a mouthpiece and make give him something. Yeah, but maybe it's just that um, they wanted Bobby to get the strength of that. At before, as he goes on his big baby face run, they wanted Bobby to get the credit for the win of beating Omos, but right. then over time, they'll let Omos get the win back. I don't think that's going to happen. I think Bobby goes over Omos. I think Omos, unfortunately, is a, is a you know, uh, dead in the water with Bobby. I think Bob, this whole thing I, is going to Bobby I back firmly, up. I, I'll bet you on that match. You, you think I'm wrong? Oh, yeah. I, I think Omos going over. I hope you're I think, right. I, dude, they... they 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 put him with MVP. Yeah, that's so exactly what I just said. They didn't put him with MVP to like, sink him. Yeah, they put him with MVP so you can get wins without Bobby being killed by it. T- totally, but so, in the end, in the end, you're oh, right. At the end but of the, the story, in the end of yeah, the feud, in the blow off, Bobby gets the win. I don't think Bobby getting the win huh. kills Omos. Though I think that in the end, they're gonna find a way to make sure that both of these guys feel important, even though they're not in each other's orbit. I think mm, I I'm into Omos, so I hope that we're, I hope that happens, SGG. I, I do. think, and I think by them giving him MVP, that that sort of Greg. tips the hand as that where the plan is. BGG. <laughs> um, so uh, that was a good question, Dip. Uh, that is that was the second how, question. But we still didn't really, but we still didn't really answer how Bobby survives and will he survive? I, my personal feeling is, and I, I love him attacking. MVP the way he did the other day. I think Bobby's promo has gotten so much better. I, I just think of the world of him. Um, I, I just feel like he's a, a bad guy. I, I don't know how long I see that. Actually, like, I know why Vince McMahon would want to do this, but I don't know that I see it sustaining. It's not. That's he's why just I asked the question. He's naturally a bad guy to me. Like, it's just like, not in real, life. in real life. He's so is Cody guy. Rhodes. Cody Rhodes is a bad guy, too. Absolutely. I'll tell you this much, though. WWE is giving him a good baby face shine between giving away his belt to that random fan and the pyro and then like putting him against people who come off more like bad guys than him so far as in like Seth. And Isn't it interesting, though, They're- SGG? Isn't it interesting that his his approach with Seth, though, is not treating Seth like a bad guy, really? Right. It's He's almost... It's almost turning Seth. I mean, it's almost they may be setting up right there. We could just go to full double turn. <laughs> I'm here for it. That's a good observation. I am here for but it. But li- let me let me just say, they will shove Cody down our throats. Oh, d- all end, the way down, shoving and shoving and shoving. <laughs> and there will come a day where there's booing, a thousand percent, and then that'll be the time. So he's not Roman Reigns. Uh, be, by, by the way, I mean, they shove Roman. That's what shoving is what they, uh, I, I mean, mean the everyone gets boo. shoved, you know, everyone gets shoved. It's yeah. the reason John Cena, it's the reason I still give John Cena a hard time to this day. I mean, it's the reason I love Bret Hart. He was shoved. Hogan was shoved. Everyone was shoved. Was Bret Hart um, shoved? I think so. Yeah, he had a shove. When Bret Hart, first, won that ti- <laughs> when Bret Hart first wins the title, that very first run. He beats every single he beats every shove. single person on the roster. Every single heel on the roster in that short time between November when he won to like WrestleMania when he loses to Yokozuna, every single heel goes down. <laughs> every right, yeah. single Cody, one. Cody's the new shove. 
<laughs> well, and, and do you remember the way they talked about Brett, too? He was literally nice to kids. Yeah. He was the excellence of execution. He was, the, he was all he, effort and hustle. And he was the fighting champion. His family. He was like, oh, fighting, I'm oh, come fighting every champion. He can defend the title and blah, blah, blah. He defended the title every week. His, his, his parents. His, it, was, it, was, it, was a, it was a shove. <laughs> and, and guess I loved what? It, it worked. And guess, and guess what? Just like Roman, it worked with SGG every <laughs> time. Worked. We know who they're shoving for. Yeah. <laughs> it worked. He loves the shove. He all hated right, Cody uh, Rhodes three weeks ago. Now he loves him. He loves him. He yeah, loves the, the show. It's great. It's a show. What's I didn't what's hate, the, hold on. Uh, I got to push back though. I didn't hate Cody Rhodes three weeks ago. I didn't. I've been on podcast. I've said it on this podcast. Even when Cody was in AEW, that he was the guy who they should give control, let run the ship. He had some stumbles that I was very unforgiving for. Specifically, that Anthony Agogo promo and like when he goes out there and does the rah rah American stuff. But I thought that Cody Rhodes was somebody who could. Um, who could be a valuable asset to that company in the executive position? Um, and I said it here when they when they lost them that losing him was going to be a big blow. It will see if that actually happens. But I didn't hate Cody Rhodes. I just that that Anthony Agogo promo was I, I I couldn't forgive. Right. I hate the vi- I love the excuse, I hate I love the visual of him and Miz in the ring together too. That to me is a legitimate yeah. feud that I would love seeing to see you know go the distance. They have like yeah, the same body type and they're the same height and they have very same age. similar, they're, same age, same wrestling ability. I love that they presented them as representing different things though. Like Cody was saying pro wrestlers and superstars and titles and belts and, and you know. Yeah, that was great. That was a mistake. I don't think but so. It was, wasn't. I don't think so. No. Belt and title, that wasn't a mistake? Every, dip, every time you get, you get, they get you every <laughs> single time. Yeah, Belton title was because think about it. You think Miz would have if he messed it up? I mean, Miz would maybe correct someone. Yeah, but like my guess is that was very specific. It was you like think? let's. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, but if I'm going to give two people credit at this point for doing a promo that's a little improvised that like works, it's Miz and Cody. So, but how about yeah. this? But you, but the, I, I, you're totally right that's in fair. that. I'm just giving them. I'm just giving them credit for they just had the idea instead. Okay, it was like let's do that. Let's, well, they're, they're brilliant. I'm going to say we love them both. I'm going to say days. belt. You say title. Um, um, should we move on to the third question? Yeah, yeah. Please go ahead. Why would they make Gunther lose all this weight? <laughs> I'll tell you why. Because we know why. But there's not his body type. I don't know. So I don't know unique. why. Why his body? Just because his he, Vince didn't want him to be fat. Is my guess. So, but he's such. I mean, I did not like the Gunther presentation on Friday night. He no? is the definition of just the guy. He's what? just a guy. Where, where, SGG, where are they going to go with Gunther after that? After what he looks like now, which is not that special. I think. And he- with the guy, with that promo, I mean, he, that entrance, he's, in my opinion, he's DOA. I don't understand what they're going to do with Gunther. And, and Walter was majeure. We couldn't wait to see Walter called up, and now we see a tiny, ver- a tiny version of him who's a tall, handsome man who has a different name. If you so think, it's like the magic of Walter gone with the wind. If you think that he is any less terrifying because he has a six pack now, then you are sadly mistaken, my friend. He is still a giant. He's still able to perform those moves. It's even more there's terrifying. Giants, there's other giants. He's, he's that, but he's, you just said he's, he's all, you just said he's Walter though. If he was if he was that big when he if he was that special when he was heavy, 
Now that he lost all this weight and is able to move even you, faster, swing even harder with more force, how does that make him less terrifying? Such a, you're such a mark. <laughs> you're such how, a no, mark. seriously, how, how does that make him less terrifying that he got into shape? How? Because he looked gigantic and overpowering and flabby and, hold on. and like he could and, crush and, anyone. Now and, he just looks like a skinny, handsome and, man. And I'm the mark. You wanted him to you wanted him to keep his fat look for the magic of yes. it. And I'm it was the unique. mark. Now he looks like everybody else. But he can still do everything that he was able to do. He's and probably do but he, better yeah, he can now do because the he's moves, in but not shape. look like he do- I don't need him in great shape. I, I liked him as a big, imposing giant fat man he's he, not, he was he, unique looking he is not less imposing just because he got a six-pack i'd say more i totally so. disagree i, I think I, you guys are fo- both focused on the wrong thing which is i i i still think it's a hard character yes to, to, that was to go with I, yes. I i don't know what you do what are they going to do with character him? i, I that, that's the, that's going to be really complicated i mean you can make him a super bad guy but then what do you like i don't who, know the, o- the is, only what, the only he's from a different block, era because p you're right what do they do with him but they haven't changed they haven't changed anything besides his name and the color of his jacket oh they i wouldn't have thought there was music. anything to do with him but yeah but the change of his name is a huge is a big deal is yeah. it though everybody gets their name Gunther? changed yeah and 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 the full he, they're portraying him like a german drago correct yeah. um that's that's a little rough I don't necessarily think it's not interesting, Dip. What I think it is is risky and hard to do in 2022. That's right. It's, it's an, of a different era. I mean, it's not going to work, dude. It's not going to work. It's not working. Okay. Trust I me. think I think it will. It's worked is, so far. They've changed nothing but his name. They changed literally not, nothing but his you, name. You're wrong. He looks like a different person. He doesn't look like Walter did. He looks like a different person. How could you say they've changed nothing? They changed everything. It's not a stable anymore. <laughs> You, you're crazy. They changed you're literally nothing but his name. The stable was a they one man show. His whole body type, Stop, dude. They, they changed nothing but his name. They, they changed, changed his nothing entrance, but his name. His gear, his body type, everything his gear is, is different. Th- his gear has a different color. It's the same gear, just different color. People change the color. It's different gear. <laughs> guys, guys, I, guys. I'm not. I no no. I I what? I I there. I I believe. I I think. Dip did just name a lot of things that were changed. I don't. I think it's tough to argue nothing changed. But the bottom line is, I don't care because it's not as if I believed it was going to work the other way. To me, the only change that's significant is the name. Like it's that the to most me significant. is significant. I didn't think about it at the time. Like who cares? But then, as I think about the theme now with the manager and the look and the feel of Rocky Four, it's it 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 it. it Listen, I'm not against it. I'm not offended by the character. idea of it. I love characters. So right, I, I, right. I, I, I I'm not. It. I'm not offended. I'm not offended by the idea but of it. Uh, what I'm. What I'm scared of. What I'm scared of is fear that they'll get in trouble for it. So then you're like, ah, oh, forget it. And we bail. That's what. That's what I'm. It's not that I will. Uh, that I think it's a bad idea. Bad guy wrestlers could be bad. Yeah. I don't care. It, 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 it's. It's whatever. But will they stick with that? Because this is in 2022. The German Drago is a seems seems edgy. That's edgy. I don't think so. But I think it, I think it only gets edgy it? when people project like Nazism onto it, and then it gets. Oh, but that's but that's all. Uh, I got bad news for you about how the United States hears German accents. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And names. It's true. Like, and that's the other that's, thing too. Like like 
they have these guys have traditional German names, and it's like, oh, you named them after Nazis, but it's like, no, guess what? Nazis also had traditional German names. Like, of course they did. Yeah, right. The, right. I, like, I'm not named after a former slave owner because my name is Greg, or because your name is Peter. Or, you know what I mean? Like, right. It's no, exactly. It's I'm not saying it's right, you know, but it's also it's just my point is just gonna be tough. I'm with Dip that I think it's gonna be hard. Um, oh, it's gonna I, be I, hard. I don't, I don't think he's dead in the water though. I don't think he's dead in the water. And I do think he's still very unique looking. I agree with both of you. I think Dip's right. He does look a little less imposing to me, but I do also think he looks good. So, and he looks athletic. So I, I think there's both sides to it. He All right, does let's look move good. on. I'm, I'm glad he's healthy. <laughs> well, what's the fourth question? Um, we've sort of covered it. Who will ultimately take the title off Roman Reigns? God himself. It's <laughs> no, going to have to be. Know. I don't see anybody else but God <laughs> taking it. God, acknowledge me. Uh, um, Hashem. My <laughs> God, that's Hashem's music. I, I don't know Lama's playing and business is picking up. Uh, the only person who could take out Roman Reigns would be Judah Maccabee himself. <laughs> like when, like when King David was in hey, battle. In order for Roman Reigns to have the belt taken off of him, it's going to take a miracle. Yeah. The miracle it feel, of life. It feels like the answer to your question is Cody, but that also feels like why it won't happen. No, because it's, it's, the it's answer be is Cody. In everybody's it's either mind. Cody, Bobby Lashley, or Drew McIntyre. That's it. Those are your three big baby faces in wrestling right now. Yeah. If it's one of them, I mean, he could have it for a whole... It could be The Rock. Is The Rock going to lose? The Rock's going to job to Roman Reigns. Yeah, of course The Rock jobs Maybe. to Roman Reigns. Maybe. Maybe you never know. I'd love to see the Rock with the belt again. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't rule it out. I think if they, let me put it this way. Hold on. If Roman still has the title and never lost it, he's losing it at Mania if they have a match. They're, they're not going through three years and the Rock. I, they I, might, I'd be, though. I'd they be, might. Well, then you better go to a lab and manufacture <laughs> who the person's going to be who's going to beat him. Because if it's three years straight and he gets The Rock in L.A. in The Rock's last match and he beats The Rock, it's not going to be Cena coming back to get it. It's it's not going to be. I mean, Brock at this point doesn't really make sense. But they have that time, though. If, if they if like you said, if he has it for another year and he doesn't lose have it, time. they have the time to put that person right next to him who he could probably even be ducking them. It could be like like with Seth, like he lost, he won in a shady way, and then is ducking that person through Mania, and then they end up with him at WrestleMania Backlash. So they have time to create that person. But Roman going through another Mania as champion, I mean, it's likely. It feels likely. It's not about the Mania part for me. It's the idea of another that meaning another year of this. It's just like I I love it. I'm enjoying that he's in the spot that he's in. But I, I again, it's like everything else. Too much of a good thing ends up not being so great. That was the fourth question, uh, Dip. And with that, as we celebrate this Passover, I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all. I'm blicking black, blacker than black, black. I'm blacker than black, yo, because I'm black and I'm black. All right, guys. Last week, we were accused of making the Black Power Rankings just people that we had conversations with. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, who do you have this week in the Black Power Rankings? SUG, I'll start with Sadly, you. someone who I've I've never had a conversation with. Mm, <laughs> unfortunate. Montez Ford, though. I mean, uh, you stole mine. He is incredible. He is just absolutely incredible, and I'm giving this to him just based off one spot alone from that tag team tag team main event that they had on Monday Night Raw against the Usos. The Usos are outside of the ring. They're face to face with RK Bro, who is the reason they went to Monday Night Raw in the first place. Matt Riddle says, I think you guys need to turn around. They turn around, and Montez Ford looks like he's about 80 feet in the air, comes down right on the Usos, lands on his feet, and then just to put a cherry on top of the whole spot, does a little shimmy for RK Bro before he goes back in the ring. And I'm just like, we talk about Roman being in God mode. Montez. Is is on another level also, so I'm giving it to him. Uh, that's a very good call. He he is one of the O ish sort of people. To me, like he 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 is the number one guy that makes you go, oh my god, on a regular basis. Th- yeah. There is no clearer future star and world heavyweight champion in the company, in my opinion, right now than Montez Ford. He is going to, in my opinion. Carry the company one day, yeah. I'll put it. I'll put it right. I'll, I'll say it right there. He's the no, if, if he's the next generation. If, and if not, it's a mistake for sure. It's a if if it doesn't happen. If if we don't get to a period where Bianca is the number one woman and Montez is the number one man, and they have a run, dude. Can you guys imagine? That's God mode right there. Can Can you imagine? Yeah. I'm, I I know. I know. I'm sorry. This is always what I go to, but it's the most fun thing. Can you imagine a heel run? For Montez and Bianca on top. Oh, Are yeah, you God. kidding me? Highest level. With him ta- with him talking and her being do- physically dominant, like that would be next they level. could run they could be next level. That's yeah. five, it could that's be five really- years of TV. Montez and Bianca Belair on top as heels, both champions. Both yeah, unstoppable. No, 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 the, Honestly, the whole thing. How do you stop them? They they go, they go, they go from Good guy to bad guy to good guy again. They can do it. They could do it all. It would be so mage. So that's a very good one. SGG Dip, who do you have? I had the the Street Profits. (laughs) That's who I had against with this Usos match was insane. That match. Yeah. And uh, I I was going to say the Street Profits, but um, I could talk about Montez Ford all day long. Montez Ford to me is everything. So I got nothing but love for him. And and such an incre- sure, but definitely Montez. Such Ooh. an incredible, such an incredible talent. Yeah, he's, he's he's the he's made. And and by the way, I mean, the, the let's give the Usos their props too. I mean, they they just are so consistent with their matches. They're future Hall of Famers through and through. Yeah, they're one of the greatest had tag one teams of, ever. They've, they they've had one of the great sort of career resurgences of all time. Agreed. They are doing the family like they proud. Were, yo, and I. That, I I would say their original run, they were a very just middle of the road uh, babyface tag team, whatever. I, but I, feel I didn't like, like I that agree with you. I always hated that entrance. I agree with you, but I feel like that because I feel like for the kids, though, they were like a top tier tag team because they had the face paint, they were colorful, yeah. and they flew around. And, and now they solidify in themselves in a completely different way. I think they're over with the kids now, too, though, in this, in this heel gimmick, too. I do. Yeah. Uh. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna show love to uh, MVP, who I thought was 
It was. I loved. I loved how personally he took the insult. It was good of of being dissed at WrestleMania. It was really like, good. They they turned something that I thought was bad into something good. Like I really was like, oh man, MVP's just not showing up with Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania. They're just forgetting about that. What the hell? And instead, no. It's very clear MVP will be the driving force of the Omaha yeah. story. Like it, it's really, it's really Bobby and MVP. I, That's the one thing you need to be careful of is that it's really Bobby and MVP. Let me say something. You know, I, 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 I do a lot of hate on this show, but I would say, <laughs> right now it feels like we have something from multiple something? from multiple angles. The Edge stuff. The Something. the new roster, the new the new call ups and people that you know whether you like Gunther and and Veer Mahan or or, or whatever and Ciampa Bush showed up on Raw. Champa, I love Champa, but at least we're getting Champa there. Uh, Lacy, we're getting some new blood. We're getting some interesting call ups. We have some good storylines going on in some context. I love the MVP stuff. I love the Omas stuff. I love the Edge stuff. What do you think about the Bloodline uh, stuff? Don't forget about stuff. The I love the, the Cody stuff. Bloodline is great. I love the Cody stuff. There's something going on, I would say. What Let's about, see how long uh, don't, they don't forget Austin it. Theory. Don't forget Austin Theory. I'm all in on Austin oh Theory. <laughs> There's something going on. Who's just Theory now, right? He, didn't he drop the Austin on Monday? He did. Oh, he did? I think he did. I think he's just Theory. Oh, boy. Oh boy. What what is the fear of two names? Like I, I don't get it. And you got I'm gonna names keep are easy. Theory, so you gotta think they can't trademark one. theory, so I don't know what the I don't know what the logic behind this yeah. one is. I, I guess I just I guess I just don't understand anyway that completely. SGG, aren't you giving Anyways, aren't you thrilled with what I just said? <laughs> you gotta keep calling them Austin Theory. No, that I that there's something going no. on. Oh yeah, we I mean something. you're right, you're right, and it's a lot of something, like you said. You when he's yeah. right, he's right. When you're right, you're right. Now speaking of something going on, and guy the way, by the way, guys, we'll bring the mail back back next week. The mailbag back next week with all your thoughts. Rosenbergbeats at gmail Send us whatever messages. There's a lot from Mania I still got to get to, um, but starting next week, whether you like it or not. Learn to love it. Cheap Heat will be coming out every Tuesday evening. We talked to the powers that be. We felt that Wednesday is a little bit too far away from everything. You know, doing a Tuesday show puts us closer to Raw, closer to pay-per-views, at least one day closer to AEW. It, it, we thought it was a, a, a better place for us to be because Wednesday, man, you're a full week out from AEW. You're four days out from pay-per-views. You're three days out from Raw. You're still ahead of SmackDown. We just thought it was a better play. We're going to see how it goes. Hopefully, you like it. If you, By the way, if you want it on Wednesday, guess what? It's going up at like 6 o'clock so Tuesday. Just, just listen on Wednesday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can just listen on Wednesday. Nothing, nothing's changing, but that is the new plan moving forward, so look for that. So next week, when, you, when you're on your Ringer Wrestling feed, You'll see Mac Mania come out early in the day on Tuesday, and then we will come out later in the day on Tuesday. Guys, have a wonderful Passover. Thank you to our guest, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. We wish him and his um, his mother, Nina, and Mamu. Was it Mamu? Ma- I think it was yeah. Mamu. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I popped big for Mamu. I've ne- I don't like, know if I've ever heard Mamu. I've never heard Mamu. My mom is Mima. Uh-huh. My mom's my mom to my niece and nephew was Mima. 
I have, and I still call her Mima. I have Peepaw and, now, and, now, and Grammy and had a Mom-Mom and Pop-Pop. But oh, well, hold on, hold on. Hold on. You have a Peepaw? <laughs> I have Peepaw. <laughs> hold on. First first of all, someone needs to be punished for doing that. What? And number is two. The male don't, me- is, don't you I, dare I've heard Mima. That. I've never heard Peepaw. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I've never. <laughs> it's very <laughs> it's just a little tough. It's very close to PP. That's the problem. He's but a great the guy, though. You would love him. He oh, no, plays with LJ ends with me for years and, and totally gets it and loves great Muda and the Bushwhackers. Oh, no, I love P- I love Peepa, but the name Peepa, I got to be honest, it, it's Mamu yeah, Ajay. He needs a name it change. Mamu Ajay. <laughs> 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 oh, man. What has this podcast become? It's we so good to change his name. It's professional wrestling. <laughs> uh, everyone have a wonderful uh, weekend. Happy Easter. Uh, and happy Passover and all that stuff. And you guys stay mid. Yeah, Enjoy yourselves. The major thing. Sweet, sweet. Ariel Helwani is chopping up the dates to put in his Haroset as we speak. He's, he's, he's chopping and chopping. Ariel, by the way, by the way, thank you to Ariel Helwani. He's the reason that Natalie and I had um, challah last week with our uh, Shabbos dinner. He inspired us. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.